He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood and remission of sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, in the fourth antiphon from Vespers, which Holy Church will sing this evening, we proclaim Christ to be our judge, our lawgiver, and our king, and that he will save us. Pope Pius XI, in his encyclical letter establishing today's feast, goes to great lengths in explaining that Jesus Christ, true God and true man, possesses a supreme lordship over all of humanity. It consists in a threefold power, which is essential to lordship. It is a dogma of faith that Jesus Christ was given to man, not only as our Redeemer, but also as a lawgiver, to whom obedience is due. Not only do the Gospels tell us that he made laws, but they present him to us in the act of making them. Those who keep them show their love for the Divine Master, and he promises that they shall remain in his love. He claimed judicial power as well, received directly from his Father when the Jews accused him of breaking the Sabbath by the miraculous cure of a sick man. For neither doth the Father judge any man, but hath given all judgment to the Son. In this power is included the right of rewarding and punishing all men living, for this right is inseparable from that of judgment. Executive power too belongs to Christ, for all must obey his commands. None may escape them, nor the sanctions he has imposed. Our Savior then possesses full power over us, executive, legislative, and judicial powers. And he possesses these powers for two reasons, by nature and by acquisition. Let us then search the scriptures especially the epistles of St. Paul, so as to discover the basis for his reign over us. Jesus Christ, the man, the son of Mary, is king. For this same Jesus Christ is the only begotten son of the eternal Father. His kingship, not of this world, is based upon the dogma of the hypostatic union. Jesus is God. And as God, he possesses full dominion over all of creation. St. Paul makes it clear in today's epistle. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For in him were all things created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominations or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and in him. He is before all, and by Him all things consist. Pius the Eleventh goes on to explain, From this it follows not only that Christ is to be adored by angels and men, but that to Him as man, angels and men are subject, and must recognize His empire. By reason of the hypostatic union, Christ has power over all creatures. 
It would be folly and usurpation, revolution, to deny Christ his rights over us, his creatures, his sinful creatures. Because of our sinful fallen nature, we have no rights. He can do with us as he pleases. We are obliged to obey the laws which he has inscribed into our very nature. The world, though, more and more overtly desires to cast off the sweet yoke of the natural law, the glorification of homosexual practice, transgender ideology, abortion, euthanasia, the destruction of marriage and the family, etc. All are rebellions against Christ's reign over us by nature. To the extent that we rebel against him and his law, he will abandon us to our own devices. We search for happiness far from him, but we do not and cannot find it. Those who resist to the end will eventually have to submit to the kingship of Christ. For on the last day, they must stand before him who is the just judge, and their own deeds will have condemned them. Further, Christ is king by redemption. He is our king, for he has purchased us by his blood, in whom we have the remission of our sins. You are not your own, the apostle tells us, for you were bought at a very great price. St. Peter repeats the important fact. You were not redeemed with corruptible things, such as gold or silver, from your vain conversation of the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb unspotted and undefiled. Ben Yavit Alinho Deus, Christ reigns from the cross. Let us look to our King often as he reigns from his throne. He is not like earthly kings, for he reigns from the wood of the cross. The, proof, the proofs of his regality are to be found in his sorrowful passion and its daily renewal in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Again, at Vespers tonight, we see how truly the sacred liturgy is a source for our theological reflection. We shall sing at Vespers, For this, thine arms wide stretched in plea, hung bleeding on the atoning tree. For this, the spheres revealing dart, they bear thy love-inflamed heart. For this, doth thou thy glory hide, outpouring from thy pierced side, the riches of thy love divine, beneath the veils of bread and wine. And looking at him thus, ask yourself, just how far have I shown him subjection and gratitude? To what extent am I convinced that I too have had my part in fastening the nails and thorns into his sacred body? And let us not forget that Christ is also king of his church. He is the head of the body, the church, who, he who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may hold primacy. We who love Holy Church are often disturbed and cast into confusion by what we might see or read or hear regarding the Church 
and her teachings. Let us not forget that it is he who saves us and the church, no matter who may say, no matter what. Cleave to him who is the head of the church. He has promised non prevalent. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We are members of the body of which he is the head. Therefore, no effort on our part to attain holiness and union with him can be overdone. And on this feast of Christ the King, let us not forget to look to Mary Immaculate, our Queen. May she extinguish within us all self-love, which prevents her divine Son, King and Sovereign Priest, from reigning in and around us. May she lead us ever closer to Him and intercede for us, our families, our nations, and the Holy Roman Church. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.